Welcome to the darkest time of the year. Now, that might sound a little strange since we're standing in Hanukkah and focused on light, but think about it. Hanukkah is always close to the winter solstice, and Hanukkah contains within it Rosh Chodesh, the sighting of the new moon that will be closest to the winter solstice, which means that as we approach that Rosh Chodesh, which is coming up in just a day, the moon has been getting smaller and smaller and will disappear from the sky until reappearing on that Rosh Chodesh. And as such, we are hitting the night closest to the solstice, so we're hitting one of the longest nights of the year, the one night that's closest to that longest night of the year with no moon, hence the darkest long night of the year. That night will always be during Hanukkah. The depths of darkness that we may disperse, hopefully, with our menorah uh, are certainly reflective of the depths of darkness that we had to battle at the time of the Hanukkah story, and that, unfortunately, we continue to have to battle today. The Greeks had the potential to bring incredible light to the world. By tradition, they were a nation that had the capacity to so facilitate knowledge that they were already predicted by Noah, by Noah after the flood, when the verse Yaft Elokim Liefes Vishkon Baal a verse that describes the capacity of the beautiful element of Yefes. Yefes was the, great, the father of Yavan, which is Greece. So within the destiny of Yefes was to be a nation that was beautiful, Yaft, Yafe, Yofi, and that would coexist, be rooted or anchored in the tents of Shame, Shame great-grandfather of Abraham, all Semites from Shem. So Yefes slash Yavan, that nation of Greece, with their focus on wisdom, philosophy, the grandeur of man, had great capacity to be a great ally to the descendants of Shem, to the students of Torah study, and perhaps to help reveal the truths of Torah to the rest of the world. But unfortunately, Greece took all of their great wisdom and used it as clouding agents, as agents to darken and to dispel light. They made a mockery of their own faith system. The literature that is most replete with uh, the hang-ups of the various gods and the, uh, the failings of the deities, the focus on the supremacy of man was to dispel any sense of loyalty, devotion, or dependency on a spiritual ultimate source. Hence, the First Nation to depict the great human being with nothing on his head, uncontrolled from above. The focus on the sage, not as the one to reveal any divine truth, but his truth, the great truth of the human mind. And in many different realms, Greece used, Greece used the great gifts that they had and it could have contributed so much to the furtherance of a recognition of the divine in this world and unfortunately used that to help cloud, distance, and detach man from a recognition of the divine. Hence, they become the darkness, so much so that when the text in the beginning of Bracius describes the nothingness that existed before creation, it was tohu vavohu v'choshech al sahom. Choshech, darkness, is described in the Midrash as referring specifically to Greece. What a tragic shame. 
The first creation that follows this description of the tohu vavohu vachoshech, of this nothingness and this darkness, is of course the creation of or of light. Now, bear in mind, this is on day one. The sun is created on day four. Thomas Edison was not alive yet, and there were no LEDs. What was that or? What was that light on day one? The Midrash, Rashi brings this in his text, in his commentary in Breshis, describes that this light was a supernatural light that was pulled away and kept in store for the righteous in the future. Hard to know exactly what that means, but we may be able to get a taste for what this light was in the words of some other commentaries who explain that that light is still accessible today, even for those of us who may not be able to claim righteousness. But when we study God's Torah, we study when our finite brain is absorbing divine wisdom, and we get it when we have that aha moment, that light bulb goes off. I see the light. I perceive the message over here. How is our physical, limited, finite brain grasping something that is divine? Well, that light is the tool that provides us the capacity to see. God is gifting us with a vision that is far greater than anything our optometrist or ophthalmologist may be able to help us with, which is we appreciate all of you guys. But the uh, light that God is providing, that clarity of vision, to be able to perceive something that is ultimately divine. What an incredible gift. So much out there is battling our capacity to see. So much out there is darkening, is clouding our vision. So much out there is reflective of that ancient Greek wisdom that has the capacity to reveal yet blocks and distorts the study of Torah. When gifted with that light, allows us clarity of vision. But how do we get that clarity? Okay, it helps us study Torah, but how do we get the clarity? How do we get that light? Well, it would seem that for us to be able to grasp God's Torah, to really get the message, it's not enough for us simply to peruse the text or use simple brain power. Because I can basically absorb a lot of data, um, connect with a lot of information, but not be connecting to the divine. That requires a real sense of, A, appreciation that this is God's Torah, and B, a devotion to wanting to understand it because it's God's Torah. It requires us to pray for assistance, to ask God to help us understand His Torah. And we have prayers that are directly devoted to that. Birchas Torah, the blessings recited over the Torah. Many are familiar with them from their placement at the Torah itself, when you get an aliyah at the Torah, but really it's a daily mitzvah to recite that blessing in the morning, and if not in the morning, prior to Torah study, to turn to God and say, I appreciate the fact you gave me this mitzvah to study Torah, not just an intriguing intellectual pursuit, and I beg of you, God, to help me understand your Torah. There are other prayers as well that have been formulated specifically to help us A, appreciate uh, and B, be focused on the fact that this is a gift from God. But again, primary is this Birch Torah found in the beginning of uh, almost every classic siddur, uh, the beginning of the morning services, before the part that's usually uh, 
uh, kind of the formal community services. Ask me afterwards, happy to point out pages. Uh, that prayer, as well as the fourth blessing in the Amidah, in the Shemona Esrei, that prayer is a prayer stating, God, I realize you are the source of knowledge. Please give me some. And it doesn't mean by infusion or by osmosis, but when I'm going to study your Torah, please help me grasp the messages. And there's a third classic prayer, and worth paying attention to, right before the Shema, in the morning prayers, right before the Shema, in the evening prayers, in the Mariv, there's a paragraph. The text will vary a little bit, sitter by sitter. But look at that paragraph closely. Read it slowly in English. It's such a beautiful prayer. Asking God, V'ha'er e'nenu b'sora secha, God, open our eyes. Actually, ha'er e'nenu, shine, brighten. Ha'er from the word or. Give light to our eyes that they grasp your Torah. If we dedicate ourselves to study and we recognize the value of what it is that we are learning and we ask Hashem for His assistance, then we can merit having that light help expose the truth through that Torah study, help dispel that darkness. And these long, long nights, the Talmud says that night is particularly conducive to Torah study in many realms. And these long nights... Detached from much of our goings-on, long nights uh, allow for less distraction. Uh, again, a little bit hard for us to perceive in our very, very busy worlds. But think about it. My day was time of productivity, and night was more for introspection. Uh, not involved as much with society, off on my own. And if we can use these nights properly, and use the season of Hanukkah properly, and rededication of Hanukkah properly, and that appreciation of light, and the true source of that light properly, hopefully we can dispel that darkness, achieve the goal, achieve our tachlis. Have a great night.